welcome to this week's episode of Seattle to Unknown, quarantine number six. Yes. I'm Melinda. I'm Sarah. And we used to be, still kind of are, your favorite travel <laughs> podcast in some crazy quarantine coronavirus times. Yay. Screw you, 2020. Maybe I wanted yeah, to stay home. Seriously. I really thought 2020 would be an okay year when it started <laughs> with Sherry O'Terry saying, this is Baba Walters and this is 2020. 2020. <laughs> really, like, that should have set us up. That alone should have set us up for a really good year. Anything that starts with Sherry O'Terry should be good. And Baba Walters. I'm Baba Wawa. Just saying. Just saying. <sighs> It's but weird not having travel plans, but having, like, sort of plans for later on that may not happen. Yeah, it's like everything is permanently on pause. I realized recently I have left my neighborhood two times in the last four months. I'm essential. <laughs> I am very much not. I have cabin fever and I'm going insane. <sighs> I'm really hoping that I'm going to be able to take a vacation week soon. That should have been like an actual vacation just to have a break from being out in the world so much. For the past couple months, I kept thinking, you know what? I'm just going to save up my vacation because what's the point? I can't go anywhere. But now that we're rolling into June, all I can think is I've got to take a vacation. I don't have to do anything. I just need to not work. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's just like not work, not participate with things if you don't want to you know what i mean yeah just unplug from everything yeah so hopefully that wish comes true i don't i don't know i think the problem is going to be because i work for a company that is travel adjacent and we're all relatively young frequent travelers none of us we're all resistant to the idea of taking vacation where you can't go anywhere which means by the time we hit December, everybody's, everybody's going gonna to be like, let me out. Shut it down. We're all leaving. Legally, we have to take 25 days. So if none of us takes vacation, we're going to get December and no one will be get to December and no one will be in the office at all. I'm kind of not seeing a problem with this. <laughs> <laughs> when your company is not doing so well because you're in the, the travel sector and nobody in the travel sector is doing that well at the moment. Um, you kind of need people to come to work. You can't just shut down for a month because everyone has to take their legally mandated vacation. I'm going to guess by August, they're going to start telling, okay, you, 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 and you, you're taking your vacation and just start spacing you guys out. I'm hoping travel will be relatively safer relative to this current moment by December because... I've gone home for Christmas all but one year of my entire life. And that was a really awful Christmas, let me tell you. So I'd really like to be able to go home. God, I hope it's safer before December. Everything I'm reading says do not bank on anything this year. Oh, I'm not. I'm like, I'm not. So like this year's travel plans will be pushed back to next year and hopefully they can happen next year. But it would be even cooler if it could happen this year. It kind of feels like a waste of a year of your passport. It's like, oh, I want one more year tacked on to the end of this, please. Yeah, no kidding. Like, you owe me a year because I couldn't use this. <laughs> and my passport's, I've got two and a half years left on it. So I want that extra year. Come on, people. 
Yeah, well, I have nine days of vacation that rolled over from last year that if I don't use it by my next anniversary date, they go bye-bye. And I'm not about wasting that vacation. Mm -mm. Don't do it. So at the very least, I will take nine days off and get paid for them. It's a paid vacation. And then I'm going to have like a shit ton of vacation next year (laughs) if I don't (laughs) touch this year's. Be like, yeah, I'm just I'm just going to go away for two months. Bye. (laughs) Guess if you don't take your full however many days, it rolls over as far as March of the next year. So theoretically, next year, I could take 50 days of vacation if I didn't touch any vacation this year. Jeez. 50 business days. That's awesome. But that means going insane this year without taking any breaks. So I don't think that's going to happen. You have to take advantage of like entering phase two and whatever, where you can kind of stretch your legs from your house some more. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is as someone who neither has a car nor has someone who's like my on-call dog sitter taking vacation in this situation is going to be very challenging because I don't know what the situation is with like dog hotels but something tells me they're not taking a lot of dogs in at the moment just a lot of day trips with uh dog friendly places and travel options yeah well and as far as I know right now you can't cross the borders unless you have like a valid reason to do so I'm bored No? Not a valid no, reason? No, I don't think that works. Okay. Uh, I want to visit get... your Ikeas. They're cheaper. I need uh, furniture I can put together by pictures only. <laughs> Let me in. Anyways, before we get too far, Sarah, do you have um, a quarantine cocktail of the week? I Since it's not in do. So I, today was my weekly, well, I mean, I go usually twice a week, unfortunately, run to the grocery store and i got fresh real fruit tea zero percent sugar zero calories 100 percent natural and it's wild wild forest berries and lime forest berries sounds like something you shouldn't eat because it's probably poisonous <laughs> it also sounds like a euphemism for poop or something oh yeah yeah well, we were going down this trail, but there were too many forest berries, and we just kept stepping just in them. Had to turn around, call it a day, get rid of those yeah, it shoes. It says forest berries, but the picture is raspberry, blackberry, and blueberry, which none of which are really. Well, I guess blackberries can be in the forest, but the rest are kind of crop fruit. But okay. Oh, Germany, you silly forest berries. And the first ingredient is hibiscus, which is not on the label at all. I'm very confused by this tea. It's fine. Just shut up and drink your forest berries. I mean, it does taste a little foresty. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. It just makes me think like you're eating dirt and moss. Mmm, moss. What you got? Um, I have a sparkling lime lager from New Belgium. And? I don't know. Let's try it. Let's crack her open. That's the sound of success. Is it, though? I don't know. (laughs) It could be a terrible, terrible thing. Oh, that's good. Does it taste like forest berries? No, it's a really light beer with lots of lime to it. It's nice. Especially since it's like a million degrees out today. 
A plus solid choice for me. That's not fair. I want some. <laughs> should should we also mention the fact that um, yesterday in a nearby location, Piroshki Piroshki had a food truck? You can mention that if you would like. Yes. Guess you got some Piroshkis yesterday. Mm. It, oh my gosh. So good. If you're ever in Seattle, go to Pike Place Market and go to Piroshki Piroshki. You will not be sad. Pro tip, if you are ever in Seattle, do not call it Pike's Place, because that is a surefire way to tell people you are not from Seattle. <laughs> right. Pike Place Market, Piroshki Piroshki. It's Pike as in the street. Well, Pike Place as in the place. Not Pike's. There isn't a person named Pike who owns the market. There should be. That'd be funny. Well, have a child, name them Pike, and lead them to believe they own the market. No, don't do that. Pike is a terrible name. I was going to say, that's a... Yeah, no. All right, what's what's this episode about, Sarah? Oh, uh, so in the theme of our recent episodes, going along with that, we've now done Never Have I Ever. We've taken BuzzFeed quizzes. <laughs> we've... we've talked to you randomly about nothing and everything. <laughs> So along with that, we are now going to do travel, would you rather? Because sometimes it's really easy right now when we're wishing we could travel to think about how wonderful travel is. But sometimes we forget there are also really terrible things about travel. So we're going to explore which options from the most heinous options would we rather do. I don't think mine are that bad. But Sarah, would you rather... Have a 10000 budget for a holiday and fly first class for 5000 Then you have to stay in a mediocre accommodations. Or spend 1000 on economy flight and stay in luxury accommodations. How long is this flight? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, well then I have Let's a Let's just assume answer. it would be your, your next planned vacation. If it were anything over 14 hours... I would absolutely go with, like, the first class flight. For half your budget? Yeah. Because sitting for, like, 16 hours in tiny cramped seats next to a stranger not wearing deodorant, that stranger may or may not be me. Who who knows? I was going to say, I'm pretty sure (laughs) I've done that, and that stranger was you. I always wear deodorant. It just doesn't always work. (laughs) I'm basically pit stain from Pete and Pete. Do you remember that? No, that's I don't remember that. The bully on Pete and Pete was named Pitstain because he had overactive uh, sweat glands and his shirts were constantly pitted out. Wow. I I feel I feel a strong camaraderie with Pitstain. But um yeah, long flight, I would spring for I say that as if I've done those in dollars. Uh, I would spring for the first class ticket. Short flight, I would do the expensive accommodation what about you i think it would depend on where i'm going like if i could get myself into like some ridiculously fancy luxury accommodations that'd be kind of fun yeah i mean i'm not opposed to out of the options i'd still rather stay in a really nice hotel but i feel like a tenth a nine thousand dollar budget for a hotel would not get you very far if you're really going the luxury route well there's ridiculous luxury and then like luxury yeah I don't but know. No, if it's a long flight, I'd rather spring for like first class, I think, too. Yeah. Especially like 
anything to New Zealand or Australia. Yeah, any yeah, where it's days. If or the Middle East or like the southern portions of Africa. Those are some long ass flights. Okay. All right. What you got? Melinda, would you rather be stuck on a flight with the person who can't stop farting the entire flight because there's always that one person or next to a baby who won't stop crying the whole flight? Um, I've done the crying one, so I'll pick that again because it probably won't be as smelly. Because <laughs> I'm just know. assuming these, they're not subtle farts. I'm assuming that they're very noticeable either by sound or smell. I feel like I hear them more often than I smell them, but that's my own messed up nose. But the sound is so gross. <laughs> Do you want to describe the gesture you just made? Nope, I'm moving on. Um. No, sh- would you rather stay in a palm hut along the seashores for seven days or stay in a log cabin in the mountain for a month? Uh, probably the log cabin purely because I know if I spend more than a day on a beach, I will come out the other side a tomato with blisters. <laughs> huh. Uh, I would go cabin in the woods just because I like the trees better. Yeah, see, I like beaches in small doses. I've had some bad times at some beaches, specifically specifically one around this area. Um, I've cut my foot on barnacles twice there and gotten a shit ton of sand in my foot. You know, I was once walking down the beach at Redondo and found a pile of hypodermic needles, and I almost stepped on them. Coincidentally, it was in front of my dentist's house. (laughs) (laughs) One of two things are happening here. So we bagged them up and brought them to her, which was a weird choice. Yeah. Hey, I don't know if these are yours or not, but can you dispose of them properly, please? (laughs) Well, I know that she has like a sharps disposal box in her office, but it's also not her job to clean the beach. (laughs) It's everyone's job to clean the beach, Sarah. But yeah, I just remember my mom and I ringing on her doorbell and we're like, here you go. Well, so I don't know how my mom knew that our dentist lived there. But I'm also not surprised that she did. Yeah, me either. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather stay in a mixed dorm with someone who is super messy or with someone who comes in every night super late and makes noise messy i'm talking super messy i don't sleep well in general and i'm kind of a light sleeper so that would destroy any sleep i'd get yeah i guess so in my mind when i see the super messy hostel person what i think of is the lady in the last hostel i stayed in who kept a stack of plates on her bed and they had food, and it was, like, encouraging bugs and, oh, ugh, or attracting this bugs. This is how I you mean. get ants. What is this, a hostel for ants? It has to be at least ten times bigger. <laughs> yeah, ugh, gross hostel people. What's the worst you've seen in a hostel? Uh, I don't think I've had anything too bad, except in Italy there was a couple there that just had, like, so much stuff. And it wasn't, like, messy. It just, they had a lot of stuff with them. I don't know how long they are staying, because our schedules didn't really coordinate, but they just had stuff. 
like shoes and clothes. They just they weren't messy though. Like they're rather polite about their stuff. It's just, you know, just there's a lot of <laughs> shoes. Yeah, I feel like there's just a handful of types of people in hostels: the messy one, the loud one, the one who looks like they're living out of the hostel because they have so much crap, the one older solo travel that everyone's a little bit like Ooh. like the sea captain <laughs> uh that was in germany there was the old <laughs> sea captain at the hostel and he was really just a little weird and kind of made you uncomfortable it's like okay we have to go now bye yeah, and then there's like the quiet people who are literally just using the room to sleep they will not be there otherwise and you just that sounds like us yeah basically like you're there to sleep you're not going to make any fuss you're not going to complain you're just in and out it is purely utilitarian for you but if you have some cool people that you're sharing the room with that you know for a little chat or a little side adventure together that's always nice it's fun yeah that's fun but i'm also never the person to initiate that unless like i notice oh they're wearing a shirt from this city and i could be like hey i've been there and then conversation is kind of wrapped up (laughs) yeah that's okay let's see would you rather be left behind on an african safari or left behind in the water on a scuba trip uh african safari same fuck the water (laughs) (laughs) yeah i am not a strong enough swimmer to be left behind and survive that I don't think I could be classified as a swimmer. <laughs> I can float, <laughs> but that's only going to get me so far. Yeah, whereas in my heart of hearts, I know this is not true. But I think I could probably make friends with a lion. Oh, God. <laughs> if I had to, we could be buds. Do you think a lion would, like, like sort of, you know, give me a pass if I showed them pictures of my cat and be like, look, I'm friends with cats. It's a little version of you. It goes rawr, but very quiet. <laughs> yeah, I see like an actual lion just turning you around and spraying you and walking away. Probably. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. No thank you on the water. <laughs> okay. Would you rather, for the rest of your life, only be able to travel in asia or europe ooh and i know there's obviously more options than that but those are the first two continents that came to my mind <laughs> um hmm maybe europe because there's more tiny countries that i could hit up i don't know that's hard i know that's that's kind of the point of the game maybe europe there's more countries, right? Well, I mean, in terms of landmass, Asia is bigger. Yes, but most of it's China, so. Right. Well, <laughs> India, it's also up there. Russia is also up there. Ooh, that's Eastern European land. Uh, Russia also spans into Europe. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I get Russian no matter what. Yeah. Whichever way you dice it, you still get parts of Russia. Yeah, I think I think maybe Europe. I don't know. Just because I'd have more countries, different places to go visit. Oh, wait. Let me Google. 
how many countries in Asia, second tab, how many countries in Europe? They're loading. Drum roll, please. All right. Well, speaking about Google, ah. Sarah. Europe, 44 countries. Asia? Yeah. 42. 48. Oh. So you'd get six more countries in Asia. And by that, I mean four. Yeah. <laughs> Just think about, okay. I don't know. I don't know. Don't make me choose. Yeah. I feel like I would do Asia. Just think of all like the K-beauty stuff you could pick up. And all of the Asian foods. Yeah. Oh, also, ramen. all of the Asian plants that I could smuggle oh, home. Oh, good lord. <laughs> all of the pandas she would now live with. Oh, I could go live amongst the pandas. Melinda, you really picked the wrong one. <laughs> it's okay. We can still meet up in Russia. <laughs> it's like in all those old rom-coms where they're like, meet me at the Eiffel Tower. No, no, no. Meet me in St. Petersburg. That just... It's Anastasia. Weren't they supposed to meet in Paris? Together I... in Paris? Yes. It's like backwards. Yeah. Uh, okay. But speaking about Googling things, Sarah, would you rather have everlasting phone battery or unlimited Wi-Fi? I'm going to say phone battery because... You'll just I... text everybody and be like, hey, can you Google this for me? <laughs> Well, yes, that is one way around, but I'd still, my phone is my camera and I can wander around just fine and ask for directions if I need it, but I can't make strangers take pictures of things for me. <laughs> hey, can you send that to me? It would require giving out my phone number a whole lot more than I'd like or my email address. Oh, either way. No, so thank I you. should stop writing your bathroom, your phone number on bathroom walls? As long as you're still writing 8675309, we're okay. Damn it, you're on to me. <laughs> How about would you rather have in-flight Wi-Fi and no legroom or legroom but no Wi-Fi? Legroom. Every day. I would rather take legroom over Wi-Fi on a plane anytime because I'm more than capable of loading my phone with stuff to keep me entertained, but I can't just make the plane bigger. Yeah. I'd much rather have leg room, and I'm short, but having extra room just makes it more comfortable to sit forever and ever, if you're Sarah. And ever, and ever, and ever. Yeah. But, uh, what if, what if you realize that the only song that you had downloaded for your entire flight is the audio version of the safety flight? Or would you rather have Hanson's Umbop? Oh, Hanson's Umbop. Do you know how many <laughs> versions of Umbop I have in my iTunes? Uh, are they all from Hanson? No, no, no. I will, next time we see each other, I will buy you ramen. If you can guess within two, the number of umbops I have in my iTunes. Ten. Okay, it's loading. <laughs> she doesn't even know. I don't. Are they all from Hanson or are they all like covers too? Uh, I believe they're all Hanson. Let's see. For those of you who don't know, Hanson was a brother trio from the 90s where they all had like shoulder length bobs. I mean, bobs implies there's some sort of styling going on. Um, 
unstyled bobs. They were a little raggedy. Wavy. Yeah. Let's say wavy. Where <laughs> they didn't know if the youngest one was a boy or a girl. I was not certain about any of them. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the oldest one looked like the most masculine. Doesn't matter. Um, but yes, Umbop was their, their single, and that's what sent them off the charts. Um, okay. The problem is, is there was a whole album called Umbop, so I have to actually count these. Is that, like, their first album? Yeah, the one that wasn't widely released. But I have it, because I was a dork. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. You lose. Oh my god. (laughs) Why? Why is there 16 versions all from the same band? Uh, different releases from different ages. Like, they do it live a lot, so it's on all of their live albums. They have, I'm pretty sure that's, like, in their contract, is anytime they perform, they have to do Umbop. Mm-hmm. And I have a mashup that is Umbop and the TLC song Pretty. I'm gonna have to look this up. <laughs> <laughs> curious yeah so if you haven't Uh, gathered i was a huge hansen fan up until like 2008 i think after that i was like oh wait i don't like these (laughs) i don't like this anymore but i have seen them in concert four times oh my oh wait wait. i have a very good hansen story so there was a phase where they released an album where a portion of the proceeds went to charity um, they partnered with an NGO in South Africa, I believe. And uh, before every concert, they would do a walk for a mile with their fans through the city around the venue. And the idea, so they had partnered with Tom's and this uh, agency. And the idea was that for everyone who walked, they would donate shoes to a school in South Africa. And the idea was that you do it without shoes. So you get the experience of walking without shoes like the children would have to do, which was a whole thing. But um, so I was on this walk with them. The oldest brother was directly behind me and I accidentally kicked a piece of broken concrete and I knew instantly I had broken my toe. Oh, gosh. And I fell and it was very, very painful. And like my eyes started watering up and I hear behind me, <laughs> I turn around and the oldest Hanson was pointing and laughing at me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it was Did like one of those like. you up after? No. Dick. But like it was one of those like deep like stoner laughs like. <laughs> It was pretty good. Speaking about somebody famous, Sarah, would you rather sit in first class window seat with a view of Tahitian Islands or the last row aisle seat with a view of Ryan Gosling's back of head in front of you? They phrase that really weird. Would you rather look out, be in first class and see Tahitian Islands or be in the last row and stare at Ryan Gosling's head? As much as I like Ryan Gosling, I'd rather look at the islands i mean he's fine i have no problems with him but the back of his head probably isn't too terribly interesting now if it said and you can hear every word he's saying and can eavesdrop on him 
I'm totally game. You know, I'm going to assume that's um, going to be a part of it and that you can have a conversation with him. Because you're you're in the last row. But airplanes are kind of loud. So I don't know. It has to be like crystal clear and he has to be talking about something super juicy. Otherwise, I'd rather look at the islands. <laughs> I want the gossip. I don't. I mean, he's fine, but I'm eh, eh, okay. You just shout, what do you want? The whole flight at him. Exactly. Ask him to recreate one of his Disney Channel dances. Oh, boy. <laughs> See, now that I would pay extra to get the experience of watching former Disney stars do really bad 90s dances in the aisles. Why is it that Hillary an Duff experience? Or drives a Mickey Mouse logo. <laughs> exactly. Ah. Uh... How about, would you rather attend the royal wedding or the Olympic Games? I, are there royals left to be married? I don't know what royals, but you're going to a royal wedding. Or you could. Or the Olympic Games. Is this a free experience? Because the Olympics are very, very expensive. If I'm getting in for free, sure. I would assume so. Okay, Olympics. I'd rather do the Olympics, too. Summer I or winter? summer i like watching gymnastics Ooh, i'd go to winter for what event i'm gonna hang out with sean white and then we're gonna go watch some hockey and then we're gonna watch some fucking curling (laughs) is he still not understand any of it is sean White White still competing uh i want to say he was in the last one but it doesn't matter like i just assume if there's like winter olympics he's just gonna show up there Probably. Yep, so. it says he was in the last Olympics. But yeah, no, it's it's fun. We're going to become good friends. We're going to watch hockey together. Okay, I have to know. Back when Apollo Ono was still competing, did you have a major crush on him? Because I definitely did. No. That soul patch doesn't do it for me. I did not. I was blinded to the soul patch. It was not until later when I went, oh, oh, that's a bad choice. Yeah, no. Also, I think what part of what appealed to me was that he went to our school district, like he was from our area. Uh, yours as well, but my actual school district. Yeah. And I was like, so people from so Federal was, uh, Way can do good things? What? J.R. Selsky. He was a little speed skater, Apollo Ono, almost. Yep. But he was not as cute. He's cute, but not as cute. He was like 13. Yeah, age appropriate. (laughs) Not when he competed for you. Not for you when he competed, you are older. Let's see. What, how old is he? All right, how old was J.R. Selsky? Uh, he's two years younger than us. Oh. Did not even realize that. (laughs) I told you. Like, vaguely age appropriate. Oh, yeah. Good job. Would you rather be able to teleport to places you've already been or only be able to teleport to places you've never been before? Only teleport to places I've never been before. Why? Because if I've been there, I'd rather see new things than go back. Like There's plenty of places I've been before that I wouldn't mind seeing again, but because I've already been there, they're already moved to the bottom of the list. I would pick places I've been. Because then I could skip traffic coming home from work or, you know, <laughs> to and from work. 
number one that would be awesome and then second of all instead of having like long flights i could teleport to like i could teleport to london and from london take a short flight to like germany or you know what i mean right but germany is not a long flight but places in like australia and africa are and we haven't been there yet yet but i would only have to do that really long haul flight once (laughs) and if i wanted to go like if i went from like here to madagascar and then i wanted to go like somewhere else in africa i could just teleport to madagascar and take a shorter flight from there yeah but madagascar long flights i think you'd rather do somewhere on continental africa because madagascar is a nightmare of a flight um, I want to move it, move it with the lemurs. Oh, you know, I had a friend who lived in Madagascar for a year and she has some crazy stories about Madagascar. It sounds amazing, but the flight was apparently really, really awful. But see, you get the long flights and awful flights out of the way and then you can just hop. Mm. Okay. Once you go to Egypt, you can just teleport from wherever to Egypt and Once- from there to wherever. I'm looking it up. Seattle. Oh my god, I don't care if you value my privacy. Let me type. I hate when they (laughs) have all of these pop-ups when you're trying to do something. Like, I get it. GDPR. Got it. Cool. Whatever. Take my money! Take my identity! Okay. Let's pick that date to that date. Let's see. Okay, over under how many hours from Seattle to Madagascar? (sighs) Shortest possible. 22 hours. Okay, it is loading. I actually don't know. (laughs) Of course, due to the virus, it says no flights found. Okay, Google. (laughs) How long does it take to fly from Mada... Nope, from Seattle to Madagascar. You are very close. 21 hours and 22 minutes. It might as well be 22 hours. See, that's what I'm saying. You only have to do it once. You can teleport. Or you do it never. No, because you can only do it if you've never been there, so you can only do it once. Right, so I go from Seattle to Madagascar, I see everything I want to see there, then I hop to the next place that I've never been before, and I just keep hopping. Oh. Speaking about just hopping, would you rather travel the world on a shoestring budget for a year, or travel for one month in complete luxury? Shoestring budget for a year. Same. I want to see as much as possible, whereas luxury for a month, how many things can you cram in there? I feel like luxury for a month implies that you're going to be spending more time at your accommodations than outdoing. I don't know. I don't need my hotel to be luxurious because I'm literally just there to sleep. I need it to be clean and I need it to be safe. Yep. And somewhere accessible. Yeah. But, I mean, we've done pretty well on a pretty low budget, so I'd rather do that for a year. Yep. Also, who's providing this budget? <laughs> you are. That's oh, why I don't think about string. I don't think so. <laughs> nope. All right. This is my last one I have for you. Would you rather take control of the airplane for five minutes? It's on no. autopilot. But still. (laughs) Or take control of the beverage service cart for the entire trip. 
beverage for the entire trip. I do not trust Same. myself in control of anything else. <laughs> Even if it's on autopilot, I think I've listened to too many episodes of My Favorite Murder where they're talking about plane crashes. Yeah, you know, there was a pilot just recently who was fired because he let his girlfriend come take pictures steering the plane. Come on. Come on. You guys. Wait, let me see. Pilot. I want to pull up the story. Fired for letting girlfriend drive plane. Yeah, no, I'd rather just be the beverage trolley lady. Something from the trolley, dears. And then when you get, like, the really nice, awesome, like, customer, you just slip them an extra bottle of booze. Yeah, flights. Pilot's girlfriend caught doing this illegal move in plane cockpit in shocking photo. Okay, I hate that's total clickbait. I hate that. I hate that so much. And not only that, but the the thumbnail image for the article. It's a picture of a plane's wing, and then inset in that is the photo of her behind the the steering wheel. It's not really a wheel. The controls. Um, but it's so heavily pixelated as if it's censored to make it and because the colors are very like peachy nude colors that it makes it look like she's doing something lewd yeah especially with that title it, that headline it's just like I hate mm, that come on you guys um but it's literally when you see the real photo she's in the captain's chair the tray table is out and there's like food on the tray table and she's just sitting there, turning towards the camera, giving a peace sign. So, um, okay, the article says, uh, the pilot of the Chinese airline, of a Chinese airline, is being fired after he let his teenage girlfriend sit in the plane cockpit without authorization mid-flight. So there's all sorts of things going on that shouldn't be. Uh-huh. She is an aspiring flight attendant. Uh, she captioned her photo, I'm very grateful to the pilot. This is so exciting. So it doesn't sound like they're actually dating. Otherwise, she'd say, I'm very grateful, my boyfriend. The pilot. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Um, That's all just kind of odd. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, interesting. No, thank you. It's funny because the article I read about this initially said she was, like, actively steering. I know planes are in autopilot essentially the entire flight, but she's clearly just sitting there eating food. Anyway. Which isn't nearly as troubling, but... Yeah. Come on. Especially since presumably there's also a co-pilot sitting across from her or sitting next to her. And nobody said, hey, this isn't a good idea. Yeah. But... Nearly every headline when you search says that either he let his girlfriend steer the plane or he let a random woman steer the plane or so on and so on. None of them seem to reflect what actually happened, though. Of course not. It wouldn't be nearly as exciting. I also love that in this article they blurred her eyes out as if that would keep her from being identified, but then proceed to post six or seven pictures of her. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> she's only anonymous in this one photo don't worry about it guys we'll show you who she really is Jeez. uh do you have any more would you rathers would you rather for the rest of your life only be able to travel by car 
or by cruise ship. Car! <laughs> but if you travel by car, you're pretty limited as to where you can go. I don't... It... It sounds less murdery. <laughs> Depends on how and, many hitchhikers you pick up. Oh, none. Not unless they have a hatchet. <laughs> yeah, no, no thank you. No cruises. No cruises. What would you pick? Uh, so here's my problem. I can't drive. So is someone driving me? It's not that you can't. It's just that you don't and won't. You'd have to put the steps I in. I can't as in I'm not allowed to. Legally. Well, I'm... At no point did it say you can drive illegally. I'm just saying. It's not like the government has banned you from driving. You've just chosen not to. Yeah, you say chose, but it's not actually a matter of yes or whether or not I want to. See, you should go through driver's ed through Germany since it's way more strict because of the Autobahn. And then you'd probably be like the perfect driver in the States. Getting a license in Germany is nearly 20 times more expensive than in the US. Just do it once. That's all you need. Yeah, I don't have $10,000. But who is funding my $5,000 first class flight? Not it. Lame. Um, I'm trying to think. These, I just googled travel, would you rather, and these all suck. That's why I compiled a list that I liked. Would you rather only eat the last food from the last country you're in for the rest of your life, or only new foods? Uh only new foods because the last country i was in was the u.s and um no i'm good <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do it right only new food i think i would be a little sad but if i got different versions of it would it count like i haven't had spicy ramen so i'm gonna get spicy ramen oh spicy ramen's so good i haven't you know like something like that could you uh, I would do the workarounds like that. But space it out so I could still have ramen. Okay, I've got one. Would you rather travel indefinitely, but you have to travel indefinitely and as much as you want, but you have to travel with the person who annoys you the most in the world, or only get to do travel, like weekend getaways, but you can travel with whoever you want. We can getaways. Because you can't it's see. It's not. Your... Huh? Because you can't see yourself traveling indefinitely with your sister. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding, Michelle. Unless you call like being uh, rehomed in different prisons as travel. <laughs> You just constantly are getting shipped out to other locations. She started another prison riot. God, we got to move her to a new place. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, it's not going to be fun for anybody or enjoyable if you don't actually like who you're traveling with. What if that person has to pay for it? The entire thing. And you derive some pleasure from that fact. I will take 16 bowls of ramen, please. But you just had dessert at this place. I know. But I want 16 bowls of ramen from this place now. Wrap it up to go. 
I that's still kind of a hard sell. I mean, it's a little bit more of a perk if they're paying for everything, but I they're trying to buy your love. Yeah, and that's obnoxious no matter what. What would you pick? Uh The thing is is I don't know who annoys me most in the world. So like it's hard to picture God, who does annoy me most in the world. I don't know. Maybe because I can't think of anyone, that means I would be okay. You haven't traveled with them? Yeah, that's the other thing. Um, I guess weekend getaways, too. But I feel like when someone annoys me, I just block them on social media, and then I forget they annoy me. And so I can't think of who annoys me right now. If you think you annoy me, you're probably blocked on social media. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, boy. Oh, big yawn. <sighs> All right. I'm out of questions. Do you have any more? Uh, no, I think I'm good. The funny thing is, is when I thought of this idea for this episode, I was like, you know what? You've got to save this one for last because it's a big one. And um, I didn't write it down. I was going to say you forgot it, didn't you? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Sucker. Anyways, uh, join us next week. We do have some more quarantine episodes planned for you guys because we don't want to make ourselves and you too sad. Yeah, we're trying so to keep it lighthearted. Uh, yeah, there might be another fun round of Never Have I Ever. Ooh, Melinda led <laughs> this time. Yes, that would be the thought. Uh, but yeah, just remember, it's an adventure. So, um... I don't know. I don't have one that's related to this topic. Melinda, it's an adventure. Stare at Ryan so... Gosling's head for the whole flight instead of the Tahitian Islands. Listen to Umbop on loop 16 times. <laughs> I am judging so much. <laughs> eh, judge away. Okay, bye! <laughs> bye! Hi everybody! Thank you for listening to another episode of Seattle to Unknown. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a rating on whatever platform you are listening to us on. If you're interested in following us, look us up on Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. We're on all three platforms as at C to Unknown. That's S-E-A-T-O Unknown. Or you can jump right onto our website, www.c2unknown.com. I'm on Twitter and Instagram as at SAR underscore S, and Melinda is on both as at Hooligan Monster. If you have any travel stories or tips you want to share with us, please reach out to us at our email, which is c2unknown at gmail.com. Thank you, and we hope to see you back here next week. Bye!